Welcome to another episode of Learn to Grow Shorts. My name is Simon Bean. I am the host. Usually in these episodes, I reflect on a topic of interest for my latest guest. But in the next few weeks, I'll be doing something a little bit different. In the next number of weeks, I'll be outlining the learning landscape as I see it. This is the first episode in the series, so let's get into it. To kick things off, I'll start with some of the most prominent trends in the world of learning, and I'll try to drop a conceptual plumb line through them to tie them all together. Number one, if you're between 25 and 34 right now, your average job tenure is a mere 2.8 years. Think about that for a second. That means that we change roles, we change jobs, we change industries, we change careers more than we ever used to. Some of this is driven by the so-called gig economy, as employees are embracing the flexibility of short-term contracts, while employers are leaning increasingly on remote or extended workforces of highly talented professionals, a network of consultants and outsourcing partners and vendors, basically to vary the range of skills available to them as they adapt to rapid change. It also means we rely increasingly on our ability to network and communicate with new leaders and teammates, adapt to new environments more frequently, and perhaps apply our skill set in varied ways to new projects and new tasks in different fields. So that is trend number one. Number two, not only is that 2.8 year tenure short, it's likely to shrink in the coming years thanks to the phenomenon we're currently experiencing called the Great Resignation. And the numbers on the Great Resignation are staggering. In November of 2021, 4.5 million people out of a workforce of 160 million or so voluntarily quit their jobs, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. And McKinsey has reported that more than 40% of employees said they were, quote, likely to leave in the next six months. The past couple of years have been a bit of a jolt to our automatic ways. We went digital in two weeks when many worried it might take years. It's possible we realize, well, if we can change something that big in such a short space of time, that many people ask, well, what else can I change? Why should we commute daily and convene in expensive open plan offices with one-size-fits-all practices? Maybe we should optimize our home workspace and collaborate on platforms as work hubs with flexible hours and locations. And one of the things it seems people began to reconsider is whether or not I actually want to continue doing this job. What I find most interesting here is not just what's motivated people to quit, but what are they looking for elsewhere? And when it comes down to it, it's pretty simple. According to the research, they want autonomy and flexibility. They want a healthy, inclusive culture. And they want opportunities to learn and grow. That's it. And they voted with their feet at a time when employees have a kind of power over employers who must now scramble to demonstrate that they can provide the culture that people are looking for. Number three, and this one is so important and nuanced that it really deserves its own episode, and I'm going to give it one. So episode three of this series is actually going to be dedicated to this trend alone. And that topic is AI and its role in the future of work. According to the World Economic Forum's Future of Jobs report in 2020, a really important report that you should absolutely read if you are in learning and development in any way, is that AI will replace 85 million jobs by 2025 which, when you read that by itself, is a little bit alarming. But what's often overlooked, this same report announced that it will create 97 million jobs in the same time frame. That doesn't seem so bad, right? 
And in short, it's not. But there is a catch. The 97 million jobs that will be created will require vastly different skills than the 85 million jobs that will be displaced. So it won't simply mean wrapping up one job and snagging one of the new jobs, at least not without some amount of learning, development, upskilling, reskilling. And let's face it, anything that can be automated will be automated. It's already happening. AI can adjust insurance claims by checking claims against historical data just way faster than a human can do it. Robots help surgeons to replace joints with more accuracy and efficiency than ever possible. Small business owners handle their own accounts thanks to AI-powered accounting software. And that's before we even get into things like the impact of autonomous vehicles on the trucking industry. Change is not just coming, it's already here. But on the other hand, there are also a range of uniquely human skills that are very hard to automate. And to take advantage of new and emerging roles, we'll need to cultivate the skills that cannot be automated. Those skills include design thinking, communication, collaboration, leadership, critical thinking. The list goes on and on. And these, companies agree, are the most in-demand skills right now and actually have been for quite a few years. And the thing to remember is just because the skills we need are uniquely human does not mean that we're already good at them. They're like any skills. They need to be learned, applied, practiced, refined in order to improve competence. And to do that, we'll need a massive upskilling and reskilling effort on the part of organizations, of individuals, of governments, educational systems. Everybody will be needed for this. So there's your three trends. And if we're looking for a unifying theme here, it's change. The only constant is change. Change for individuals, organizations, change as we navigate the great resignation, change as roles evolve and companies pivot, and change as AI revolutionizes the work we do as humans. And what does this mean? Well, it means there's a massive need for upskilling and reskilling, and it means there's a massive need for learning and growth. And it's why, in my opinion, learning, quite simply, has never mattered more. It's how individuals will make themselves viable in the job market in the future, and it's how organizations will adapt to inevitable changes in the coming years. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to episode one. More on the way in the coming weeks. Take care and all the best.